Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, marks and smarks alike, we proudly welcome you to the internet's only wrestling podcast. That's right, we are the only one. We want to welcome you to Pin the Champ! What's up? Thank you guys so much for coming back to another episode of Pin the Champ. I got my pals here, Sawyer, Song, and Kyle. Um, As usual, we're super happy to be here with you. Uh, Tonight, we're going to review the Monday Night Raw from February 15th, 1993. As always, we like to remind our listeners that if you can, go watch the episode first and you'll get more out of the show. Um, After we review, we'll, uh, we'll hear another question from Kyle. How's everybody's week? Long, Ugh, yeah, yeah, ditto. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was one of those weeks where you were busy, but then when you went back to look at the clock and where an hour should have taken place, mm-hmm. it's only like minutes. twenty minutes exactly. Yeah, right. it's just like, why is it not four o'clock yet? Why is it not four o'clock yet? Well, there's yeah. something with like there's is it an equinox that's going on right now? I realize like my terminology, I have no idea. We're about to spring forward. We're about to well, lose an hour. Too. Yeah. That too is a big part of it, but I do feel like there was like a literal physical exhaustion over everyone I talked to this week, like a, like almost like a seasonal effective thing. I don't know. Well, I think a lot of it probably has to do like we're going on a full year of this uh, pandemic, and I oh, think a lot of people are now are just yeah, it's kind of weighing down a lot of people, and hopefully, I'm sure, I feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. We're 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 making that corner, and things will get better soon. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go get vaccinated, people. Yeah. Also, the v- Virginia weather keeps playing games with my heart. And it's- oh, my <laughs> That's God. Very true. <laughs> a 70-degree le- uh, weather last week was amazing. We took oh, It's really nice outside right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's cool because, you know, we're going to be doing some walking around afterwards. Hiking, so yep. walking. It's going to be awesome. Um, so, you guys want to talk about Raw? Let's yeah, let's do it. Nah. Okay. What do you want to talk nah, about? That? Nah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Like, it's really, not really feeling like, this episode. No. What would Jeremiah be like? Oh, well, uh, I, I guess back to weather chat. Saw you just disappeared off the Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> he dropped just, the I mic leave. and left. Bye. His house literally was like on fire and he's gone. <laughs> All right. Well, you can just hang out, Sawyer, but I'm going to go ahead and mention that the today's show, it opens up. And we're promoting Brutus the Barber Beefcake's return with a pair of promotion, uh, promos, rather. Uh, one from Brutus and one from Ted DiBiase and Jimmy Hart. And of course, during this pr- promo, they uh, tease tension with Hart and DiBiase early on. So a little tease of things to come later in the episode, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and let it let it be known, I'm continually a Brutus man from last episode on. Brutus Beefcake is officially my boy, <laughs> having yeah. known all of everything he has had to go through. <laughs> for, <laughs> for anyone who wasn't listening last episode, what lost his parents within yeah. a couple yeah. weeks of each other. His dog ran off. Yeah. Yeah. His, his wife ran divorce. off. He was yeah. not yeah. hanging nor banging with the Hulkster. Nope. He had and he two, was hit by like a random hang glider or, or no, yeah yeah paraglider the knees yeah. of a young knees. girl <sighs> yeah Saturday I feel Saturday. for you my dude I feel for you <laughs> yeah it's kind of amazing that he even came back right yeah you know I don't it know is. if that would happen today and they were really playing that up last week yeah. they? Yeah. Um, yeah. I was rooting for you Brody <laughs> here's here's my feel like I like Ed Leslie I think that like. He's the type of guy that when you're on vacation in Myrtle Beach or Key West and like you meet somebody at a bar and you're like, hey, you know, I kind of recognize you. What is that from? And he's like, oh, man, I w- you saw me hanging and banging, strutting and cutting because it's me, Burtis the Barber Beefcake. Yeah. I'd be like, I am going to get as drunk as I possibly can with you tonight and I'll buy every... And, oh, oh God! I wish you guys could see what I'm seeing. Every <laughs> single one of my co-hosts were doing the, the strutting and a cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kyle, Kyle, if you want to catch Brutus Beefcake, you can catch him on Thunder in Paradise. Do it, living that life every Ooh. day. 
down in uh, Florida. <laughs> Do you think he flinches every time he sees a hang glider these days? No, I'm just kidding. Probably, I would. I would. I'm, it's I'm, hard. I'm not going near a beach. Well, okay. Well, as as somebody who's watched a fair bit of Thunder in Paradise, it's filmed on location. So, uh, at, at at in Orlando. So. I mean, there is paragliding going around, galore, all around, man. galore. I mean, it, it's, man. I, I, he suffers for his art. <laughs> he does. Mm. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, it's just, uh, he, he really does seem like a really fun guy to drink with. Yeah. Like, he's the kind of guy who, like, you buy him like a couple rounds and then he takes you to a bar next bar. And, and then somehow you guys end up like doing blow off a urinal or something like, <laughs> like off that's what his, I s- off of his uh, scissors. Oh, oh yeah. God. You know, man, as far as I'm concerned, that's like supporting the troops because you're like, he's out yes. there yes. doing what he's doing. And it's I like, look, you. I, look, I, I literally, I, I honestly have no interest in cocaine. It is something that is never, <laughs> but I would happily do it. That's a bold stance to take, <laughs> <I swear. laughs> It's just amazing you do a career that it literally is violent, and that's how you injure your face <laughs> in a big bad way, too, at I the know. same time. Like. <laughs> okay, well. First match of the night, Diner Brothers, but Steiner Brothers defeated Glenn Ruth and Bobby who? Who? What? Dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, some Bartlett Gold, baby. Some Bartlett, some Bartlett Gold. Who's on first? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think Vince knew what he was talking about with that joke either. I no, don't think Vince. It, it went right like, over his head. I'll yeah. hand it to Bartlett. He is a couple steps ahead of Vince, and I don't think Vince likes that aspect of his comedy. <laughs> it frustrates him. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it looked like Ruth landed right on his head when Scott suplexed him. That back suplex was yeah. vicious. They, I forgot how hardcore they do their su- suplexes. Or well, and we're Glenn Ruth. Once again, I'm going to remind everyone that the Steiners just came from Japan. Oh, like, really? they they they, yeah. they have just come back from Japan, so they are hard as fuck. Like yeah. they are just stiff as can be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can feel it with every punch, every clothesline, every drop kick. It, it just and, and Glenn Ruth's my boy. I love Glenn. Well, we're Glenn Ruth podcast. I, we are the we are the internet's only Glenn Ruth podcast. So, <laughs> you know, as as a big Ruth head, uh, you know, I'm 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 a I'm a Ruth Chris. I'm a, a Ruth Chris. <laughs> I'm too much. Yeah. Hey, I'm a uh, big Glenn Ruth guy. Is what can I'm you? All right, I need a kayfabe reason from one of you guys as to why Rick Steiner's tight said raisins on it. Oh, well, that's easy. He So uh, raisins is the uh, middle name of, uh, well, it's his middle name. He's, he's Rick Raisin <laughs> Rick Steiner. Raisin Steiner. <laughs> and and uh, it, it's, it's his mother's maiden name. Um, the, the raisins are a big family in Michigan. Yeah, uh, you you may have heard of one of their restaurants, Raisins Cane. Hell, um, <laughs> Raisins Cane. Well, well, yeah, that's they do. They, they well, that that song, Raise a Little Hell, that was written about them. Like <laughs> Raisins are, a Little Hell. They are um, a very well known family in Michigan. So this is it's, it's more of a um, and and I believe if if I'm not sorry, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick Rick Steiner's uh, great grandfather. Uh, Leopold Raisin was one of the uh, original grapplers in the carnival circuit back in the day. So it's probably just an homage to him. Well, uh, Kyle, where I might actually have to chime in on that one is I actually believe that them being an up and coming primetime series, they did have to do their fair share of promos. And everyone knows the California Raisins special was well on its way. It's true. That was very popular. They were very popular at that time. Yeah. And him being a big Motown guy, of course he loves (laughs) the California Raisins. That's true. Detroit, Michigan, Motown. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. That's what I heard. I, I'm, I'm no expert, but uh, it seems timely and appropriate for me. Oh, you, <laughs> you heard of Rick Steiner's cousin, right? Raisins Cane. 
Raisins game. <laughs> well, I, I think I think it's really just up to up to the pinheads to to decide which they think is the truth. But did you guys notice that though during the match that his tights said raisins on it? I was like, what is that all about? Yeah. I don't know Honestly, if they just thought. I, I wanna I wanna think that like I think maybe like maybe it was a design um flaw. <laughs> well no, like maybe it was like a company, like a tights oh, company. Maybe. That was so weird. <laughs> Because it's it's um, it's R A Y, right? No, it was R A I S I N. I'm rewinding it. I'm trying to I'm trying to like get a good look here. I'm also doing what research I can at this. He moves. He, he may never know. Rick Steiner moves too much to like really right. get a really get a good look at it. You get some weird search results when you search uh, uh, <laughs> Scott Crazy. Steiner. Like raisins, like well, it's Rick Steiner. This one, oh, really Steiner. Steiner. okay, good. Yeah. For a second, I was like, "Why did I Google Rick?" But I was right. R A I S R A I N S is is like on the back, I think, right? Because it's upside yeah, down. It's on like the sides. Yeah. Uh, I, you pull up Wikipedia I, and it has a lot of results, but then it crosses yeah. out raisins. I was like, "Well, then you're useless. <laughs> Get out of here." <laughs> you know, I I think I think it's it's a shout out to Leopold Raisin. Yeah, uh, that's gonna my guess but it you could are also the professor. california raisins yes uh great match though i mean god like rick and scott both have a fucking great look yeah like rick's oh god rick just looks legitimately like you know your your stepdad's friend who could really beat you up yeah. i really love that spot that he did off the top rope where he came down with the elbow but he s- stayed standing up and just kind of, I, I just watched him do that. Yeah. It was so fucking good. I love yeah, that spot. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it was obviously a, a, a jobbers match. Steiner Brothers mm-hmm. defeated them handily with that bulldog. I don't think it's fair to call the Steiner Brothers jobbers. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, compared to Glenn Ruth and Bobby. Compared to Glenn Ruth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not fair to compare anyone to Glenn Ruth because right. you can't. You just can't do it. I mean, there's a reason this is not called the Steiner Brothers podcast. When it comes uh, to Glenn Ruth, the we're champ. all jobbers. He's the champ that we're referring to. <laughs> he's the champ that we yeah. want people yeah. to pin. Right. That's the champ we're pinning. So, Glenn Ruth, <laughs> headbanger. Next, me, bro. <laughs> next up, we get the uh, WrestleMania 9 report with Mean Gene. So that put me in the mood, man. I, I can't wait for WrestleMania 9. That's a review that will be coming up not too uh, not too far from now. Uh, so Mean Gene lets us know. He runs down the matches that are uh, have been announced so far. And, of course, there's uh, Bret Hart versus Yokozuna for the WWE title. Uh, and that's because Yokozuna won the, the Royal Rumble that we recently reviewed. Uh, then uh, also because of the Rumble, we've got Undertaker versus the Giant Gonzalez. He did his debut. Gonzalez did at the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble, as you remember. And the third match that they announced was Crush versus the Evil Clown Doink. So three matches announced so far for WrestleMania 9, the world's largest toga party, still to come. Doink is uh, such a great character. It's weird that I'm invested in it. I am. I just want to remember, remind people. I know what you're trying. Are you reminding people that Doink's great, or were you about to say that no i just want people to remember that i i, I realize i was just like i just want to remember <laughs> what i no, meant yeah. was i just want people to remember how great doink is no but also i thought you were about to say like i want people to remember how what a piece of shit matt born was <laughs> oh actually yeah no matt born is a piece. i was i was i was waiting for I that said, how great Doink is, yeah. despite how big of a piece of shit Matt Bourne You've is. You've said it every yeah. time so far, so I was waiting for it again. Look, I don't, uh, I don't think it's good to hit women. I call it a, like, or anyone, ooh, any partner, any well, person. Well, you have your opinions, and we have ours, okay? Anyone, anyone. Oh, wait, wait, hold on, what stance are we taking? This doesn't feel very Glenn So next up, we get... Yokozuna defeating uh, Ross Greenberg, who I believe personally had to borrow Brutus the Barber Beefcake's uh, tights 
<laughs> also, also good quip from Rob. I got to give it to him. The Asia minor, Asia major joke was pretty good too. I, I, I like. I, I hate that, that you are uh, really coming around on your father there, man. Well, you know, it's he's it's starting to really fall in love with his again. dad's work. Yeah, it's weird. You break through the Stockholm syndrome, and then you're just right back where he started from. So, but, I mean, <laughs> like. During this whole thing, I think like what Macho Man, his microphone was wasn't working, and eventually ended up taking Martin's microphone. So we didn't get the like three man uh, commentating crew in this episode. Oh, that's yeah, what right. What was happening with Macho's mic? I was so confused, like mm. with that whole thing, because it was like it we could it was like he was in the Phantom Zone for half of it. He said it wasn't right. working. But he was clearly there, and it felt like they were keeping him in a box. I yeah. was very confused by that bit. <laughs> it could have been coming through on uh, somebody else's mic was just picking him up, because you can hear him saying, somebody get me a mic or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was just so bizarre. Yeah. But I, it, it was it, like was too I, weird to be scripted, you right, know? <laughs> right, right. Well, it is live TV back then, so. Definitely. I guess they, maybe they yeah. only had three microphones the whole time. He sounded so bizarre had a eight-year professional career with the wwf who did ross greenberg oh okay i didn't know that jobber to the stars jobber to the stars <laughs> yeah uh I, I think the whole thing with the microphone might have been just like a mistake that they tried to cover it up as bartlett being a protagonist to savage or something i don't know yeah. It out. just seemed like he was far away, which was the yeah, weirdest yeah. thing. I was like, yeah. I don't understand. I could understand if the bit was like him and Bartlett sharing a mic too, but de something definitely went wrong. And then it seemed like he was far away from everything that was happening. <laughs> if I remember correctly, early, a lot of like early television WWE is notorious for bad sound. Right. Sure. It, like, like they, they are, like they often be like, well, you know, folks, it's live, so yeah, we can't, yeah, uh, yeah we can't yep. guarantee that the sound will work. Right. But uh, it's also just like, did he migrate somewhere else and call Uncooked, in? unclenched, unbutthole. <laughs> <laughs> Next up after the Yokozuna squash match was uh, a WWF magazine special report with Lord Alfred Hayes. Number one, did you guys ever get the WWF magazines when you were a kid? I wanted it really, really badly, but it was one of those things where my parents tolerated that I watched wrestling and would even slightly um, indulge me to like let me rent the occasional pay per view. Mm -hmm. But they were not going to encourage it enough to they would, to subscribe. Yeah, yeah. To, to let me subscribe to a magazine. There's a the great moment in King of the Hill where. Where you know Bobby Hill is doing uh, playing Magic the Gathering or doing doing something with Magic, and Peggy Hill says, you know, there are a lot of things Bobby's interested in that I'm accepting of, but Hank, I want grandchildren, and uh, <laughs> I think that's kind of where my mom and dad were thinking. They were just like, Kyle's got enough going against him. Well, Kyle, who's, who's laughing now? <laughs> you, you're yeah, exactly. Little did they know, I'm married still, and I watch wrestling. So suck it. It worked now, out. I was going to say suck it, mom and dad, but that's a weird thing. To yeah. Say, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, also cool was seeing Lord Alfred Hayes, right? I love Lord Al. Like he's, yeah. he's one of those guys that this like, I, I know I, it's because I'm just the simplest simpleton from simple town, yeah. but like, I, I hear a British accent and I'm immediately like, yeah. oh, a gentleman. <laughs> yes. A respectable gentleman. In, in a sport that isn't very gentlemanly. Right. Oh, oh, he's in the Marquis de Queensberry rules. Yes, oh, of course. Thank you, Lord Alfred. Well, and you get kind of that lifestyles of the rich and famous kind of vibe too, where you're like, oh, it's, yes. you know, you're like, we're right. adding some class to it. That yeah. is exactly, I feel like immediately just like, Man, they really pulled out all the stops for this one. They got themselves a British guy. <laughs> so so uh, I actually learned uh, through uh, Lord Alfred Hayes has an IMDb page, and he uh, he was a wrestler at first, and his name was actually Judo Al Hayes when he started. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Like, oh, I love oh, I love nicknames that are like like Karate Kyle Tally. Like that's what I want to. <laughs> 
I want to be known as from now on. <laughs> that's that's the, what the professor moonlights as. Is yeah, karate that's, Kyle that's my that's my face gimmick. Is karate? Yeah, Kyle. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heel uh, by day, face by night. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that that's right, ladies. I'm a I'm a heel in the streets and a face in the sheets. Oh no! Oh no! You know what, Kyle? I think sheets. a lady would appreciate a face in the sheets. Yeah, honestly. exactly. You gotta, you gotta love her right. <laughs> they probably like a little oh face. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. I bet they do. Yeah. Anyway. That one so, is for the ladies. <laughs> we lost a lot of younger viewers now. Their moms and dads are not gonna let them listen anymore. Anyway, oh, I can't wait to <laughs> wait till my mother makes it to this. Oh, wait, am I supposed to curse in this show? I forget. Am I not supposed to curse? I don't know. No, no, no. I definitely cursed. Uh, No, we've said so. I just think it's hilarious. (laughs) Like a little cunnilingus talk is fine. Yeah. A little wrestling. And as long as you acknowledge the fact that you shouldn't have said it, it's cool for your kids to watch. And I shouldn't have just said that. Right. Don't listen to me. (laughs) So we're talking about Colonel Angus. That's uh... Colonel Angus is awesome. So Judo Al, he goes to a clip of uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan taking Yoko off of his feet for what I believe that they build as the very first time. Very first time. Yes. Yoko throws a wooden bucket of cocaine at Duggan. Uh, (laughs) No, it's a. It really was everywhere back then, you know? Well, I say that because it was Duggan and Iron Sheik that got. I was going to say Duggan had a bunch of coke in his. Like cup, I want to say it was like a Camaro or something. Yeah, they also was the early rock and roll lifestyle that (laughs) the wrestlers were portraying themselves to be. You know, it's like rock and wrestling. I mean, it was a different time. Yeah, you see, I'm punk would not have been popular. (laughs) I mean, I mean, honestly though, like we don't. mm, This is this is like a little like kids. uh, Uncle Uncle Kyle's gonna talk about the '70s real quick for a second. But like it was super common before he was born. <laughs> it was it was super common back then, like um for like like them to joke about like cocaine use on television and like it was like it was like kind of like, like how cannabis is now. Yeah. Like people treated it like, <laughs> like that. I'll then. be back, gotta powder my nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, they made the like the Ucrops old um coffee stirs were like little spoons. Right. And like they, they like that was a thing, like People used to wear necklaces that had like had little uh, spoons on the end right. of it. Yeah. Well, long story little short, poison it was a rings lot more, and all. It the rings, lot, yeah, yeah, the rings with the little bit, and and it was yeah. a lot more common in in um what is now called sports entertainment, but was called wrestling back in the day because it, it was a little bit more it was a little bit more dangerous. It was a little bit more um uh you know. It was wrestling was still a little bit of a carny type thing, yeah. and so it mm-hmm. had a little bit more of an edge, an edge to it. Yeah, and and I think guys like the Iron Sheik and Duggan, early when you're getting early into the WWE, especially when Vince took over from his father, it does become he definitely softens it a lot quicker than I think some of those guys were used to. Right. I mean, now it's fantastic. You know, like Kevin Nash did has the has the joke that you know he he went into the locker room a couple of years ago and he shook a bottle of Advil just to see if anybody would turn around because you know, back <laughs> in the day you shake a shake a pill bottle and everybody turned would be right? yeah. on you. He said, you know, not a not a single kid's head looked up. Right. He's like they don't even drink nowadays. Right. And yeah, they're really cleaning the product up. I, I, uh, I think, look, as long as they're living longer, that's all that matters. Yeah, that's good. I'm right. not going to be the undertaker and be like, oh, all the guys today are soft. Right. But like, I, it is it is a part of the history. So like, I, right. I promise, parents, me talking about cocaine is not just funny. <laughs> it's not just fun. It's also, <laughs> historic. We also all can't bring be the Undertaker. He's got a bargain with death. It's not fair. Like we he's have clearly an immortality factor. <laughs> he is immortal after taking yeah. that. If uh, I were immortal, I'd do drugs too. Why not? <laughs> hey, he lived through a match with Goldberg, so he's got to be immortal, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you don't just do graveyard matches with you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> so Yoko, what did you guys? Do you think uh, you think the ending with uh, Yokozuna um, laying the flag on? Um, hacksaw and then like dropping his um, bonsai drop on the flag that wouldn't fly today, right? You want to um, think on the American flag? Maybe I, right. I think it would. No, I think with all the flag huggers out there these days, it's going to cause a big stir. It would cause a storm. There'd right. be people would be divided by it. 
Yeah, it's such a one-side the flag. And then I think a lot of the people in between, you know, like, well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I think there's bigger things to worry about, too. Do you like, remember when Shawn Michaels wiped his butt? Yes. And he and, picked, and his, picked nose his nose with, Canadian with the flag. Canadian flag? Yeah. Right. Nobody cared because they're Canadian. I mean, I'm sure the Canadians <laughs> didn't get mad. But, like, realistically, like, like, I mean... I know, I know to our Canadian listeners, there are Canadian extremists and Canadian separatists yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like extremists exist in every culture, but like right. of the mildest cultures, like Canadians are like the ones where it's just be like, oh, that's not very nice. Hey, yeah, you should say sorry. We like the, know, we're like, like the kids like, in the hall, Canadians and the, uh... yeah. <laughs> I, 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 was... I don't know. I, I honestly, I think a controversial opinion i think flags are flags who cares mm. they're 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 a piece of material like i realize you know some people like oh you know really think a lot of them but right. i think that if death is not off the table flags should not be off the table i think the only things that should really in wrestling be off the table are sexual assault mm. and real war like like dealing mm. with a war that's currently happening Right, like and, and maybe hardcore racism. And hell, hell, even. Oh that yeah, I, oh absolutely, you know, absolutely. Yeah, that no, you, no. That's I didn't even think about that, but that's but, absolutely like race but, issues are but, like yeah. And if also you could be a piece of shit, make him a heel. I ain't having you as a face. Like give me like I'll root against you every time, motherfucker. You know, like I don't know. The thing about the whole American th a flag thing, right? And and is the, the what people a lot of younger viewers at least don't, might not realize is that. The history of wrestling is tied to that because speaking of like racial stuff, it's tied to like, like, like Russia versus America, the like all that menace. old, the foreign menace, right? It was always like that. You know what I mean? In history and, and throughout the modern era, we're going away from that, which is a great thing. And yeah. we're getting into more like, you know, soap opera nuanced type stories and nuanced storytelling. But yeah. In the early 90s, that was a period of time where we were in transition from that one thing that I'm talking about that happened so long ago with the foreign menace in the even I mean, even WrestleMania seven had Sergeant Slaughter versus yeah. Hogan in wake of the Iraqi war. Right. So yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, with yeah. the uh, Iraqi sympathizer. Right. right. Yeah, and so invasion yeah. of Kuwait and everything. Yeah. Right. How and do so, you guys feel about watching like like bad characters get their ass kicked like nazis getting their ass kicked in the ring like the or or clansmen because i know glow touched on it we're like right. we can't do that it's taboo but now i think you could do a brand new take where it literally is a character like you have to separate the person playing it but you make them look like the fool you make the them get their asses kicked. well this day and age you gotta be careful if you, you gotta make them not see the heel others might take them as the face Right. Yep. That's what I was gonna say. Is you, you're always gonna have people who cheer the heel too. Yeah. And that's yeah. like that's in today's modern era, you know, like you have yeah. cool heels, and you don't want to risk, like, to, for him to be effective, for a, a a racist character, I think to be effective, they would have to be effective. If that makes sense in the ring, yeah. And then, I just and, feel like and, it's and, always and, and a those... clown performance. Like it would be like a definitive. Mm -hmm. We're gonna watch this piece of shit, and they're gonna watch them lose. But I, I do understand where there's Nazis being like, see, they're keeping us down. And you're like, shut. Another up. problem <laughs> with that Sawyer is is to make an effective story. That heel would have to begin by wreaking havoc. And well, but like, at the same time, the you know how we watch. Thing? Yeah. Like bits show up that are clowny, weird oh. bits where you're like, I don't get what you know how there's matches, you know how it's gonna turn out because that's the gimmick. Right. You know what I mean? Like they can never win, would be right. the I'll, thing. I'll tell you why you don't see that is because yeah. I don't think any wrestler wants to tie their career to a gimmick that's not gonna pay off for anything other than a quick like joke. And uh, like, well, but it's a jobber thing. Like it's literally like a jobber. Like I I think and I and honestly I think they would you would you would be hard pressed even in today's yeah. market to find somebody because it's right. just like unless like unless my unless I'm br being brought in to be like an Oscar piece type I'm not going to risk my entire wrestling career being labeled oh this is the guy who said 
you know, yeah. the N-word or said- Well, that's the thing. You don't do any of that. It right. literally is you show up in costume. Your face is never shown. So you, like, it literally would be I'm a Klansman character. I mean, I'm sure you probably see stuff like that, like, on, on the indies where, like, to get yeah. like, a cheap pop, you see, like, yeah. a, a Jewish wrestler will beat up a Klansman or something like that. I'm sure yeah. that happens on, like- low-scale indie shows but i I, don't, I just don't think it's worthwhile not a publicly no, I get traded it. I company i see the gamble i like the idea where it's there's like a satisfying satire about it where I, it I is kind of then, I love then they tried like, the like that that was, uh, jack swagger yeah. and the uh that's exactly what happened the, they they made a, the a heel in jack swagger we the people and made yeah. him the heel mm. like that's a good point extreme Southerner or whatever his character yeah. was at that point. Yeah, he was time. a tea partier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I get it. I see the pitfalls and I don't want people to be like, they need to be out there. It's mostly because like I would love to see the satisfaction. Yeah. Plus, like, he, he, you love when a true heel gets their ass kicked because right. that's the point, you know. Characters like that would show up in the southern state and be the hero. <laughs> it's true. You know, awesome. I mean, like, no. Well, I mean, back in the day, like, back in like, the day. But I, I also don't want to write off the South as a whole. You yeah, know, what I mean? exactly. Like, I, I'm, I'm not going to pretend South, that that I'm is definitely a not. A, you know, but I, I, I also like because I consider myself from the South, and I'm like, right. I don't. I've aspired very much not to be that. You know? I think we all consider ourselves from the South. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I mean, exactly. I'm a Yankee. Exactly. I love Except being for Kyle. North. Yeah. Yeah, Kyle's from Buffalo, New York. We, yes. <laughs> Have I told you about the Great Wings and the we team? We don't need to hear from you. From I think we, I think we got a little off topic, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But right. you know what? But honestly, that's what this show is for, too, is yes. to discuss things yeah. in wrestling. Right, yeah. 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 All right, well, so Yoko hits Duggan, uh, like Song said, uh, and Old Glory with a bonsai drop. Then Duggan, uh, Duggan gets wheeled out on a stretcher. Uh, I thought the interview with Mr. Fuji was hilarious, though. He basically just, like, repeated, like, the word squash over and over again. <laughs> Sometimes Mr. Fuji is, I don't know if, it, like, it's, in, it, it is, it has to be. He's fucking brilliant. Like, he's not a great promo because English isn't his first language, so it's right. a little hard to understand him. But, but it's enjoyable. When he is on, yeah. Man, he nails it. Like, yep. like I could like this is the kind of promo that just had me cracking up. Me too. I loved it. Classic Fuji. Oh yeah. So after the Alfred Hayes WWF magazine thing, we uh, cut to commentary who says uh, they mentioned that all sixteen participants refused to enter the battle royale if Giant Gonzalez would be in it. They go back to the clip of Gonzalez on WWE Superstars where he's beating up several jobbers. After the commercial, it's the 16-man battle royale. Uh, I love a battle royale, guys. It's like I was so yeah. excited to hear that there would be a battle royale. I did think it was a weird amount of people, though. A 16-man? Yeah. It what was is the odd. It's usually like 20 men like or 30. 20. 10 sometimes, maybe. <laughs> More than like That's interesting. mostly Odd 20. Number. Right. Maybe it's interesting because it's only... shorter numbers and the numbers you got are refusing to participate with them. So it's like, right. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> did some catch wind early? I don't know. <laughs> so the guys that were in this were Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Coco Beware, Taylor, a ter terrific Terry Taylor, Owen Hart, uh, El Matador, Tatanka, Kimchi, Kamala. Iron Mike Sharp, which was like the that's the job of the stall, right? Raw, yeah. Um, Berserker. We had Damian Demento, Skinner, Typhoon, and Bob Backlund. Um, finally, of course, Giant Gonzalez too. Uh, what'd you guys think of no, this? What were some of the highlights? Gonzalez wasn't official. No, he was because that he is a sixteenth man. I thought he. I thought that now the commentator said he wasn't. So him not being official would make sense because, uh -huh. uh, to your earlier point, Jeremiah, traditional battle royals begin with 10, 15, or 20, mm -hmm. 20 or more. So 16 would make an odd number out, and it would make sense him not being officially there. Now, I don't know if, if this is one of those things where the WWE kind of muddy the waters and mm -hmm. don't explain is he in the match is he this is, he is why we match, need right? rules right. in wrestling <laughs> folks because he didn't start it out and it like everybody else started out in that ring 
at first I thought I know that, yeah. But at first I thought that uh, that there wasn't enough people, and sure enough, when I counted it, if you count it, so I'm counting one, two, three. It's fifth. It's fifteen without Gonzalez. And so, do they say, do they say it's going to be a? 16 they say it's six. It's there's a so graphic. Then, yeah. He has to be. He has to be official. Yeah. In unless they're insinuating that. It's now a 15-man Royal Rumble. Okay, I, I think here's what I think it's they're just insinuating. muddied. I think it's like you said. Super dude. muddied. They, they muddied right. it so that they could have him coming at the end. Yeah, which I hate, but once again, I'm with you. I love Battle Royals. I think yes. mm-hmm. this had the who's who of their mid-card. I think a lot of insanely talented people and, right. and a couple up-and-comers like uh, Damien Demento and El Matador. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Well, El Matador. <laughs> Sean, Sean, obviously, Sean Michaels and Razor Ramon. Razor Ramon being the, yeah. the winner. Yep. Um, Owen Hart, always great to see. Are Bob you guys Backlund. trying to tell me you're not ride or die El Matador fans? Because I'm still. Uh, well, still no, he, he referred to El Matador as a newcomer. The character oh, yeah. is a newcomer. Tito Santana. But Tito Santana is like from the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> It's, um, it's like when they called Carlos Colon that up yeah. and uh, uh, like that up and comer, young, yeah, hot new so young. So who talent. was that Bartlett that did that? Was that Bartlett? I assume that said it. No, that was that was pure tally, baby. That was Kyle. Yeah, was, oh, you yeah, did. Yeah. I got you. I got you. I got confused. So, I was like, where was that in the episode? <laughs> I'll tell you, one of my favorite parts of this was when Kamala kicked Berserker right in the face to eliminate him. I, the I agility that. on Kamala was great, dude. I I this was a pretty good battle royal i mean it I wasn't agree. great it wasn't great but it was definitely worth 15 minutes of time yeah. and it i mean razor honest to god scott hall looks that's a lot of beef that's yeah. all i gotta say yeah, yeah that's a lot of beef dude. right there well and that's also um, the first kind of like multi-event that they've done i don't know what you'd call it. i don't want to say like multi-man but you know what i mean like this is like the first thing beyond like regular special match on raw yeah, what we right. call raw yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's, it's that's also all, the first you know time they like, had a fight villain to the audience. I yeah. can remember. Yeah, so what happened was Kimchi and Typhoon teamed up and they eliminated Kamala, and then Kamala comes back in after elimination and eliminates Kimchi. After that, Kamala chases Kimchi through the crowd into the convention stand. We come back from commercial, and Kamala is chasing Kimchi through the rafters. So that was a pretty funny little bit too. Yeah, great, love it. Typhoon um, was eliminated by Michaels, and that was pretty cool to see a small guy eliminate like such a large guy. Yeah, especially after the announcer was talking about how much of an advantage the bigger guy had in the battle royal. So and then you see the smaller guy eliminate um, Typhoon. That was pretty cool. So the final four saw Santana and Tatanka paired up against uh, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon. Santana ends up going after Razor while Michaels attacks Tatanka. Santana and Michaels have a good sequence together. I'm not sure if Strike Force versus Rockers ever happened, but it kind of, you know, reminded me oh, that's what mm-hmm. that would be like, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And they also kept on mentioning that uh, I, were they building towards Tatanka, Shawn Michaels feud or something? Because they were talking about how Tatanka had beaten Michaels in a non title match before this Battle Royal. That's the match at WrestleMania 9 is Michaels versus Tatanka. I think that's like the opening match of WrestleMania 9. So good okay. all out there. Yeah. Um, Santana, did I mention the Santana and Tatanka double team Michaels eliminate him? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Then Tatanka and Santana go after Razor, but then Giant G- Gonzalez, like you were saying, Song, he comes in uh, very similarly to the way he did at the Rumble. He eliminates Tatanka and Santana, and that makes Razor Ramon our winner. One for the bad guy. One for the bad guy. Right? Loved it. Great match. Absolutely. Not a great uh, match, but good match. Yeah, yeah it's entertaining yeah. to have in the middle of a show. It was I, I'm always about a battle royale. Yeah. I was going to say, you cram as many wrestlers into anything, like, as once. I'm like, I'm a child. I'm there. It's a win. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like, Love even when it's not royale. great. The more guys on, on screen, the better, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> time. Talk about guys, Beefcake comes. Oh, uh, Beefer. Speaking of Beefcake. (laughs) uh, It's main event time, and we get the return of a brood eye against the million-dollar man, evil Ted DiBiase. Um, 
early on in the match, we get Brutus the Barber beefcake with a strutting and a cut and it frustrates DiBiase. Uh, an IRS also comes out mid-match. And it was uh, then that I realized that uh, Erwin R. Scheister was the OG Money in the Bank guy. I, oh, I totally, the Halliburton. Yeah, the Halliburton case. Uh, I, yeah. I never really put two and two together, but I was like, it's almost like he's got money in bank out there. Yeah, yeah man, that was, uh, that was honestly it's a great weapon. That is yes. in my top five of uh, wrestling, like, uh, weapon weaponry prop weapon props weapon yeah, prop, absolutely man. i love love me a halliburton man it sounded rough up against uh brutal's did. head didn't it it did it's it has a great noise yeah it, it, it's believable it looks like it could actually like knock the shit out of you yeah and it, it's one of those things that you'd associate with like either like like i like federal people or like drug dealers and shit like that yeah. so it's like mm-hmm. dangerous it's a dangerous mm-hmm. piece of luggage yeah. and i love that halliburton no, sounds sticker bust halliburton sounds like a gun oh kendo stick is in the list too i love it <laughs> so um you know he uh irs ends up smacking beefcake with the case to get ted dibiase dq'd and this is where we have the jimmy hart uh face turn he tries to stop Irwin from hitting beefcake with the briefcase in the face uh but Irwin tosses hart right out of the ring and proceeds to smack the bejesus out of beefcake uh hart gets back in the ring covers beefcake to protect him and on the way out dibiase heals it up by yelling welcome back beefcake uh so that was cool they stretch her beefcake out of the ring and they show the blood stain left by beefcake's face everybody's got a price that's right so yeah what'd you guys think of the main event real quick uh, thing uh, something to consider in the timing of all this because i got curious at the risk of bringing up thunder in paradise one more time <laughs> jimmy hart you said is having a face turn at this point in mm-hmm. time correct right. you said that they're kind of developing that mm-hmm. thunder in paradise is coming out in 1994 so we're about six months away so i cannot help but feel like that is partially disney branding happening at that point right. in time where they're not going to have a, a a heel jimmy hart they yeah. need to have him be a face so he can be a likable character set piece on the mm-hmm. show you got which... a point that that is yeah. that is probably very likely that yep. is very interesting very astute batman I, uh, y'all batman i love <laughs> me i love me some jimmy hart i think the mouth of the south is great yeah. uh i i really enjoy i don't like matches that end in dqs but this yeah. was fine it, 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 it was this a for one a purpose. Yeah, this was, it served a purpose. It's leading to a, you know, it's kind of the start of the story. So the DQ exactly. is okay at by least me. It's going somewhere. Culturally, right. like at the time, who, what do you think the fan was? Do you think there was a divided stance or do you think everybody was rooting for Beefcake? I think oh, everybody like, was ruined for beef. Right? Like, people had to be against DiBiase. No, right? Nobody like, really liked DiBiase. Okay, good. Well, they the were unlikable heels. Yeah. I mean, you love to hate them because it, it, you know, again, it's a socially acceptable. Yeah, villain. but they're not like Randy Orton, where it's like um, he's the cool heel. He, they were known yeah. as like the uncool yes. heels, the yes. ones that yeah. that that didn't get the heel, the heel right. uh, cheers really as much. Yeah, yeah, but and I think it's still you kind of like it. Like people, I feel like still like him for that, right? Well, like yeah. he was. People he, liked Ted yeah. DiBiase, but like not in not in a. Like a cheer for you, way. Like, like, uh, like liking the Riddler or like, like Cesar Romero as the Joker, where you yes, love them. Yeah, you enjoy them. They are you, the right villain, the right but, amount. But, of but I would, I, w- I would say that, like, in in terms of like, um, of 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 like villains back then that people would cheer for, you'd much, you'd see much more of a like a Ric Flair or Mister Perfect. Oh, definitely, definitely. Where you're more of an antihero in exactly, of exactly. Right. Um, but like Dibiase played the part of the villain. Like yeah. I mean, he is, a, he's a, yeah, you like exactly. him as a performer, but you don't root villain. for the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Want to make sure I'm not off base in thinking that. I was just like, people no, had to be on Beefcake's side on this I, one. The, well, here's the thing, though. Uh, they're getting, they're basically signaling to the audience that they're getting the band back together. Yeah. You know, definitely. You, you, 100%. You've got the first heat of Beefer. Right. Now you've got the second, you've got the, you've got the beef. Now you've got the heart. Now yeah. all you need is the Hogan. You got the mouth. And, yeah, exactly. Right. The mouth of Hogan. You've got the beef, the mouth. Now all you need is the, the, the soul, the soul of America, the real oh, American. God. The the vitamin taken, going to bed, 
on time and uh <laughs> Dude, like they really were like trying to sell hogan because macho mm-hmm. man basically put him right up there with god yeah like, well they had to promote yeah. thunder in paradise so he's like you know. oh yeah brutus have the best tag team up behind him he got a god and hogan looking out for him like oh come on give me a break yeah. the trinity <laughs> Hogan, yeah, God and beefcake. Not my I, Billy Graham. Not my. Billy. I, I Hogan. <laughs> that, the older honestly, I honestly, though, I I do love the, the 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 team up, but I do think that also you're seeing that the fans are kind of sick of Hogan. Hogan. Oh, there's, good. There's no, they should some, be. There's always some Hogan boos. So, and I'm not talking people who are like Hogan's my boo, but like, yeah. <laughs> He's not talking bays. He's talking. I don't. I don't want you guys to worry too much because uh, after commercial break, they let us know the beefcake has no major damage uh, other than the oh, damage he already had. Um, and he may the emotional be a- ones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> from his memory. wife and his dog. Uh, yeah, just just everything he was doing. Oh, God, it's all coming back to me. It's all yeah. coming back Walk to the old in. beefer. Yeah. <laughs> The, song. Uh, the commentary crew lets us know that he very well might be at Raw next week and Money Inc. will also be there and even the Hulkster might show up. Uh, they also announced that next week we'll get a six-man tag with the Tonka and the Nasties versus Shawn Michaels and the Beverly Brothers. And that was the end of Monday Night Raw this week, boys. What was your highlight? Once again, I'm going to say it. God, I love these hour-long Raws. They're just... <laughs> It's so, like, anytime I watch, like, I watch one of these after I've watched regular Raw, mm-hmm. I'm just like, ugh, God, why is regular Raw so long? <laughs> just make your point yeah. and get out of there. Yeah, like, just well, get like, to the point. Because if, if, if it's not a Royal Rumble, a Battle Royale, like, a, a ladder match, like, some sort of gimmicky thing, then, yeah, only I only want an hour. No, if, I think, And I'm glad a lot of performers are working, but, you know. <laughs> I think I could even deal with two hours just fine. Uh, yeah, sure, but, sure. But or maybe cut out three? a million fucking commercials. Maybe right. we don't need it fucking million commercials i understand you got to keep the lights on but jesus christ well, it's not just a commercial you got the recap of the yeah. segment we just saw so Look, if, you know talk about i'm going to you if we <laughs> don't know that seamus and the orange fuzz monster are promoting some sort of cellular <laughs> program what are we gonna do exactly i don't know yeah if i, I, if I have to see the, charlotte uh, flair on that cricket commercial one more time i swear you good, where girl? i'm like i'm gonna like, wear your robe right girl yeah well like we just watched the queen like literally like present be like don't fuck with me but then these cartoon characters be like i get to try on your shit right i'm like you can punch that thing and you can do whatever you want to it on television <laughs> <laughs> like, but you're just gonna be you're just gonna give it a weird endearing look no i don't buy it <laughs> I, well, that's that's the PG era, my dude. That's yeah. you know Charlotte's. That's what grinds my gears, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, yeah. it was good. I love I love seeing a special match. More yeah. of that. Um, it also it, explains again why last week was kind of weak. You know, they, had, um, they saved you know, all the good shit for this. Sorry, I didn't I, interrupt. I watch a lot of B movies, so I enjoyed the bad acting by uh um by heart, <laughs> pretending yeah. to care for beefcake i thought oh, yeah putting himself yeah i i don't know i, I just love bad acting apparently <laughs> i do that's my favorite part about this golden era stuff is the the oh, bad acting terrible. plays into it oh my like goodness. nowadays you just get certain it, people that you like get, i yeah. love the cheesiness of that whole thing like he's here's this little scrawny manager like oh i gotta protect this big yeah. giant piece yeah. of man I just love the weird characters they had in the early 90s. Dudes with body suits with hair on it. Yeah. Also Thunder in Paradise fam. (laughs) We are really promoting Thunder in Paradise. We're just, it's a good show. Look, look, Song, just like a good wrestling promo, you got to hype up what you would, the pay-per-views, you know, you got to. It's it's uniquely. It's unique in in what it is, and what it is is unique. <laughs> it, it is like I I, mm. 
I'm also like, basically doing the Arrested Development. What's office magic? Like where it's like, so, you know, Kyle and Sawyer seem to talk about this. Although Sawyer's really doing the heavy, talking a lot about Thunder Paradise, this one. It's we want people to know what we're talking about so that they tune in to find out. <laughs> I, I just, I think that like, I want to put it over. Yeah, that's we're putting Thunder yeah. Paradise over. We're really, um, uh, we're selling big for it. The thing about Thunder in Paradise is, and I think I've said it before, it's like if a 13-year-old's fantasy became a television show. Yeah, <laughs> -year -old's it really fantasy. is. It re uh, Specifically in that era. Uh, and then on top of that, they do sort of the Simpsons SNL guest of the week thing, where there's always a professional wrestler, like featured villain in some capacity. I need to get uh, back on that, man, because oh, I, I, do, so I, I think that's the part that I would enjoy the most is seeing like the stand, the ones that aren't on the show the whole time. But it's like, yeah. oh, shit, that's Haku Sting. or whatever. Yeah. Sting. Yeah. yeah right. If you don't know about wrestler Sting, y'all, this right. is the best introduction I can think of. <laughs> oh, man. You Four know, episode it, appearances, by the way, if I'm not oh, mistaken. Okay. Four you know, episodes. Sting's actually a great, you know, that, that's a great transition because it brings, it brings me to the, the Kyle question that I'm going to be proposing for all you marks out there, yeah, including, wow. including the marks that I host this show with. You um, got my attention. You had me mm -hmm. at Sting. <laughs> <laughs> so we, as, as everyone knows, this is a Glenn Ruth podcast. <laughs> and, and yes, Glenn Ruth does become later one of the headbangers. But I want to propose a timeline where Vince sees something in Glenn Ruth and he wants to pair him with another mid, or, mid to up card talent <sighs> to make a new tag team. Who is that wrestler? And what is that tag team called? Yes, I was really hoping that. Awesome. Yes, I was really that's hoping awesome. you would go with the part two on that too. <laughs> I love it. I'm all about this life. Now I got to <laughs> create a whole new group of tag teams. Oh, that's gonna be oh, yeah. I I <laughs> I get to pitch a character next week. Our next show. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. I I I'm I'm I I and and. You know, I'm I'm throwing out the combo of uh, Glenn Ruth and Skinner uh, under the <laughs> the idea that they're Ruth uh, Gator, <laughs> and then and then if they have Duke the Dumpster, it's Bensberg. That's hilarious, dude. <laughs> the first person I thought as my partner for for Ruth was uh, Duke the Dumpster Drossy. So I'll do oh, something different. There you go. So, so help me out, just so I know, Professor. I want to make sure I do the homework assignment. Yeah, 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 are yeah. we talking? Are we talking currently running? Like at the time, I assume since you want. I, I would say I'm. I'm gonna open it up. They don't even have to be from that current time frame. WWF superstars. They can oh, be anyone anybody. from uh, the current. Or the the current like current being 1993 era, so you can yeah. you can grab me anybody from any wrestling promotion. In the WWE era. spared no expense. They released person whatever person that you want from uh, their their contract to get them here to team up with their new tag superstar Glenn Ruth. Okay, so it's got to be like 93 and before is what you're saying. Yes. Then. Okay, okay, perfect. That's what I want to make sure I'm I'm clear on. Uh... Okay. All right. All right. Well, all my pinheads out there, you heard Kyle's question. This is a good one this week, man. You guys get I to like create it. your own new tag team. So go ahead and dive into your WWE encyclopedias or hop on WWE.com and look at the alumni back from 93. And let's see who, uh, who's going to be teaming with uh, yeah. Glenn Ruth soon, huh? You can, you can even go out to, 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 my, uh, to my WCW my Smoky, I don't, it's Smoky Mountain. Oh, no, Smoky. Smoky Mountain wasn't, Smoky Mountain had not been created yet. I think that's 94. Okay. But my New Japan heads, okay. all, all those, all those are open. So, All right, guys. Well, a little food for thought. We're going to go ahead and say goodnight to you guys. Uh, we appreciate you listening again and look forward to hearing from you soon. As always, thank you so much for listening. Now we want to hear from you. You can hit us up at pinthechamppodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at pinthechamp123. And our Google Voice number is 804-446-1139. We can't wait to hear from you.